Hey everybody, welcome to Keep Talking Podcasts, fitness, health, and mindset series. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, fitness coach and nutrition nerd, and I love talking about this stuff, and I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoy talking about it. Enjoy the episode. Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen, it's Fitness Friday, and let's talk about, um, how do I describe this? At what point should we stop trying to get stronger if there is such a point? Okay, so what do I mean by this? What leads me into this? Um, and it makes me think about this. All right, well, um, you know, when you've done enough uh, weightlifting and strength training over the years, so they say, there comes a point where it may not even be worth it for you to try to get stronger uh, on the main lifts, you know, the squat, the bench press, the deadlift, and all that stuff. Um, just because you really get to a point where it might not even be worth it, you're risking injury more than you really like. The, the juice isn't worth the squeeze, you know. The cons outweigh the pros. However, you want to look at it, it's just not worth the risk because of the risk of injury if you lift heavier, things like that. You know that that's what they say. Okay, and so um, I've talked a lot on this podcast before about um, you know getting stronger after age 30. Like I'm 34 now, and obviously still trying to get stronger little by little. Um, and what I also, what I really want to say is that I am like nowhere near um, super, super strong, if that's the way I can phrase it. Like I am by no means like a very strong like power lifter or a, you know, a superb athlete. I am mostly, let's call me a regular person with, let's call it like regular genetics for athletics and strength who has now gotten very, I mean, I've been into fitness for a while, but has gotten very into it over the last two to three years and have made some great increases in strength and muscle throughout my body. But I am still like nowhere near like the cream of the crop, especially in terms of strength. And I wanted to do this episode because I am, you know, my primary focus over the last two to three years has been to build more strength and muscle, which is something that you definitely can do in your 30s. And I've proven that now that I'm 34 and, you know, I work just a regular desk job, so to speak, for the most part. I also do personal training in my spare time. But, um, so, you know, I've definitely proven that we can all build muscle and strength in our 30s. And by the way, of course, it's all natural. I've never used any steroids, and I actually really don't even drink. I barely use any supplements. The only supplement I typically take is creatine monohydrate. I use protein um, powders occasionally, but not even that much. It's just lots of good whole natural foods, meats, eggs, cheeses, things like that to get my protein. And anyway, okay, so, you know, I've proven that we can build muscle and strength in our 30s, and I still want to continue getting stronger. And it's... Um, you know, I had kind of even asked myself recently and was talking to a friend or two about this, like, does there come a point where I should just say, you know what, I don't really need to get much stronger. Let's focus on maintaining. Let's focus on some other things, whether it is like mobility or even just kind of, you know, performance, um, you know, other other goals related to fitness rather than continuing to build more strength and size. Because like to give you an idea, like I said, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm a lot better than most people walking around town, you know, but like I'm not by any means like a freak strength athlete at all. I'm just a regular person who's focused on it. It's so like to give you an idea. Okay. So I'm six foot two inches tall and weigh about 215 pounds now. And that's an increase of about 15 or 20 pounds of muscle over the last couple of years. So to put that in, you know, for people who use the metric system, it's about 1.87, uh, you know, yeah, like one meter and 87 centimeters. And then what is it like? Is it 95 or six kilos? Oh God, don't even quote me on that. Actually, I should figure that out. Yeah, let's see. What is this? So let me just Google this real quick. 215 pounds 
two kilograms. 97, all right, 97.5. Okay, so around 97, 90, about 97 and a half kilograms. Okay, and so to give you an idea, like on the main, the main exercise, see, I set some goals for myself. We're in July now. I set some goals that I want to hit by January. And just to give you an idea of like where I'm at on my big major lifts. So let's, okay, let's take like the big three first. So we have the bench press. Um, well, See, the way I'm measuring my strength is actually by a five rep max as opposed to like a one rep max. I mean, I don't lift with a partner that often and trying to rep for a one rep max is just is just nuts. You're just bound to hurt yourself unless you have proper spotter and everything. Anyway, so I usually measure most of this on like a five rep max. But right now, my five rep max is about 275 pounds of the bench press. I think I did six at 275 one time maybe but but five or six at 275 pounds the squat squat is arguably my best i think i can do what did i do it was like five at 365 i think it was a lot and then the deadlift is my weak one i'm a deadlift is typically um you know among guy you know guys and girls who lift weights a lot the deadlift is typically going to be your stronger lift you're going to be able to lift more than you deadlift more than you can squat but me i'm actually the opposite i squat more than i deadlift which is mainly a technique and a grip issue that i'm working on. But anyway, right now, like for five reps, my max deadlift is only probably maybe just over 300, um, you know, and, uh, but anyway, and so that's actually the key one that I want to make big improvements in. And then, so I've got these goals set in mind over the next six months for some improvements that I want to make in these key lifts. Um, and obviously, these are not major improvements. The deadlift is the one I may want to make the biggest improvement in. I want to be able to increase my like five rep max, or you know, deadlift is a bit easier to do like a one rep max. But I want to be able to increase my deadlift by fifty pounds over the next six months. Um, now that seems like a lot, but like I said, that's the one that's weak. That's the one that I have the most room for improvement in. Things like the squat. Actually, literally, my squat goal is just to maintain. Um, over the next six months, I'll put a bit more of a focus on a deadlift. The deadlift is a different movement. You know, my bench press, I have a goal to get up to 285 by five as opposed to 275 by five. I have a couple goals with like the overhead press, uh, you know, the barbell row, the power clean, these other major exercises. And like most of them, aside from the deadlift, the deadlift is the only one that I set a pretty lofty goal over the next six months. Most of them, it's like improved by 10 pounds. It's like improved by like 5% more weight that I can do right now for my five rep max. So, you know, you get to a point where once you've been doing it for a while, like I have, and you're pretty strong, you're not going to just shoot up, you know, you're not going to improve by 30% in the course of six months or something like that. Um, you know, even to maintain takes a lot of work, you know, it requires good sleep on average, most nights of the week, it requires good nutrition, high amounts of protein, a good quality diet overall, and obviously requires training the right amount, not necessarily killing yourself in the gym, but requires training the right amount, the right style of training, um, you know, at least probably three times a week, maybe up to five or six times a week in these big strength movements. Um, but anyway, so, um, okay, um, without getting it, yeah, because I mean, I, you probably could do it on like two strength training sessions a week. Um, well, yeah, but let's not even worry too much about that. So the point is it requires doing everything uh, pretty good, you know. And so, those, you know, those are kind of my goals. That's, that's what I'm working on. And um, like I said, for me, okay, the one thing I want to be clear about is I am mostly just like a regular person. I am by no means like an, ex like an extreme athlete. In, in, in none of my fitness journey over the past few years have I got anywhere near what you would consider like an unhealthy level in any of these things. Because this is the thing, when you see people that are like achieving amazing things, whether it's in the area of fitness or any particular sport, 
being super um, athletic or being, you know, like a, well, okay, being like a world record setter or an elite level at something is actually not typically, that doesn't typically mean you're healthy, okay? See, I try to keep myself very healthy as well, and there's a big difference um, because, you know, any t- to reach a certain level, uh, whether you're David Goggins running 100 freaking miles out there in the heat or whether you're, I don't know, LeBron James being the greatest basketball player in the world, whatever it may be, you have to push your body to extremes that are not necessarily healthy. That way you can perform at that level. Okay, so like elite athletes or just elite fitness people are not necessarily healthy. Like, sure, they're probably healthier than people who sit on the couch watching Netflix, eating McDonald's all day long. But like, you get the point. Like, I'm trying to be very healthy as well. I'm trying to do everything in a healthy way because I like to be an example of a fitness person, a fitness instructor as well, that also is very healthy while at the same time trying to get some of the benefits, you know, trying to show off a little on Instagram, be like, look at my six pack and my muscles, but not do it in an extreme way, you know, not do it in a way that requires using steroids or that requires, you know, ruining your health and going going too over the top. Okay, I think I've made my point. Like I'm a pretty, pretty regular person. And that's, I assume the audience that I speak to, most of you listening are like that as well. Okay. Now, once again, we can definitely get stronger after age 30, for example. See, that's the thing. Like when I research this topic, when I ask, you know, when I ask Google, what do you think of Google? You know, is there a point where we should stop trying to lift heavier weights? Because I, like I said, I hear other people in the fitness space say this. It's like there gets to a point where you just shouldn't even worry about increasing the weight on the bar because you're just going to risk injury too much and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, Google doesn't really have, and when I think through this intuitively, there's not really, okay, there's not like a scientifically based reason for this. Like, oh, yes, of course, you know, at age 32 and above, now all of a sudden, statistically, your muscles are 6% less strong. And then that makes it so that when you go to this position in the bar, it's going to be, you know, it's not like a scientific experiment that says, at this point, you need to stop lifting heavy. Now, there is age-related sarcopenia, which is muscle loss, that muscle mass loss that starts to occur typically, I don't know, I mean typically like around after age 30. But I mean, I did a previous episode on this, and the thing about it is, is we can do a lot of things to fight that off. We can do a lot of things to make it sh- make sure that we don't lose muscle and strength just by the things I'm talking about, by getting enough sleep, by eating enough protein, by doing some regular strength training. Like I'm a big believer that, especially nowadays with all these advantages that we had that we didn't in the past, that, you know, maybe if statistically people usually lost one to 2% of their muscle mass per year after age 30, maybe if that's the way it always had been, I don't think that has to be the case. Like I said, I have noticeably more muscle mass and strength now than I did when I was 30 or 31, and I'm 34 now. And I plan to have more muscle mass at 40 than I do at 34, okay? Uh, Not significantly, significantly more, you know, maybe five to 10 pounds more, Um, but I do plan to have more, and I do plan to do it all in a natural, healthy way. Um, And so I think that when we train and treat our bodies the right way, we don't necessarily have to have that statistical typical sarcopenia where we begin losing muscle mass and you know there's in addition to that there's the loss of of bone density the loss you know our joints and bones don't work as well as we age Uh, but it's the same type of thing because what strengthens muscles typically also strengthens bones and joints when we train the right way so my whole thing here is if we are healthy and train the right way we statistically don't have to 
begin having these things like sarcopenia and osteopenia, which is, you know, bone loss, whatever. We, we, we don't actually have to have that happen once we reach a certain age. I mean, I suppose it's probably inevitable. I suppose when I'm 60, 70, 80, whatever, if I'm lucky enough to live that long, then, then yeah, I'll probably be having some of it. But you get my point. It doesn't just have to happen. It probably happens a lot just because we don't eat and train and sleep the right way when we're in our, you know, 30s, 40s, etc. So I don't think that that, that has to happen, which kind of leads me to the, to the main conclusion that, no, we don't, you know, there doesn't have to be a point where we say, oh, because I've gotten to this level of strength, I need to stop progressing, okay? I was even talking to my brother about this recently, who used to be, you know, college football player and everything, and I kind of said, yeah, maybe it's time for me to, like, you know, just stop trying to get, like, bigger and stronger, which, see, first off, there is a difference between between bigger and stronger, right? So there's a difference between, I mean, they're, they're very correlated strength and muscle size, but there is a slight difference, okay? Just having a, a lot of bulky muscle doesn't necessarily correlate to strength because strength in anything is actually a skill. Like any time that you're lifting something, it requires central nervous system working properly for one, uh, firing correctly, and then there's also just the skill, the technique of performing the movement where you lift or move something, okay? So so it's not like strength and muscle size, yes, there is a strong correlation, but it's not the same exact thing. Anyway, all that to say, you know, I was kind of talking like, well, should I just like stop, you know, is this the point now where I should just stop trying to get stronger? I've gotten really strong. I've put a lot of focus on it over the last couple of years. I'm lifting pretty heavy, you know, compared to most males in all of these these big lifts. Maybe it's time to just put the brakes on and just maintain my strength as it is but then I kind of thought you know what I, I don't have I don't have really any scientific evidence that says you need to stop Sean and I also don't have any like nagging injuries right now or any anything that leads me to believe I'm going to be injured if I keep going because ultimately like if you you know if you continue or, or okay so what happens what what is it that causes injury when we're lifting or trying to do any sort of strength feat well it's typically because we don't have the mobility or the proper technique we injure ourselves when we don't we don't do things with proper technique and when we don't have enough mobility and essentially lack of mobility mobility is kind of like flexibility but in an active way so it's like can you go through a full range of motion on some sort of a movement or exercise um and maintain strength through that entire range of motion, okay? And see, like for me right now, especially I've been working more on my mobility lately and learning more about it. I have pretty good mobility and pretty good technique, obviously, in all of these key exercises. And so until my technique and mobility starts breaking down, you know, I see no reason to stop. I think I can continue progressing forward. And this is, like I said, this is this is a key point for anyone, regardless of your level of exercise, that if you're able to perform the movement or the exercise with good mobility and with solid, you know, good form and technique the entire way through, you're fine. Any exercise that you're doing is safe when you perform it with proper technique, proper mobility. Once your technique starts breaking down, it's unsafe. Uh, but for me, that's why I think to myself, okay, you know, I can still actually um, continue improving uh, little by little in all these exercises. And it's not going to be, see, this is the thing. It's not going to be like a week by week thing. It's not going to be like, oh, I did 275 by 5 bench this week. Next week, I'm going to do 280 by 5. Next week, 285 by 5. Next week, 290 by 5. It's, it's just, it doesn't work out that easily, unfortunately. We all know this if you've lifted or done any sort of like performance-related thing for a while, is that there's going to be little peaks and valleys. 
um, for for whatever reason, on days that you might think you would be really strong, you actually won't be quite as strong. There's going to be little peaks and valleys, but the general trend should be upward if you train the right way. And I'm not even going to get into like, you know, what all my routine is. As you can probably guess, it's like, okay, like I said, be smart about it. You know, uh, eat the right amount of protein and total food in general. Get good sleep. Do these key exercises at least once per week. Do a deadlift at least twice per week. Frequency is important in these exercises as well. Um, you know, uh, I'm not going to go through the whole routine, but that's kind of the, uh, the bottom line here. So like I said, for me, I do plan to continue improving little by little in almost all these major exercises. Um, and I have some goals set with that now for the next six months. Um, and you know, I guess another, see, it's okay. It's, it's really, it's like the, the last thing I'll say here is it's like the ego issue. The ego lifting becomes the problem. Cause I mean, I think especially maybe for women as well, but especially for men that are listening to this, we all know how it is. You want to add some more weight to the bar and you're like, no, I can do it. I can do it. And you get saying to yourself like, okay, well, you know, last week, like let's take the squat. The squat's probably a better example than the bench for this one. It's like, all right, well, last week I did 315 by five. Okay. So this week I have to do 325 by five. I, you know, or like maybe I'm still on 315, but I'm like last week I did five for some reason I'm feeling weak today, but like I have to do at least as much or better. And so then like your form starts breaking down for whatever reason, you just don't have it that day. Then your form starts breaking down or then you like, don't go all the way down. That'll be a key thing on the squat. You know that you're, you know, you're getting to that point in the squat where you're not even going to 90 degrees. You're like, all right, well, I got 335 by five, but I was barely bending down. Like I didn't even get down to 90 degrees. You know, you, you start doing it without quite the full range of motion, without proper form, but it's ego lifting. You want to be able to say pull-ups is a great one, actually. You know, pull-ups, how many pull-ups can you do? It's like, all right, well, I did 12 today, you know, next time I'm going to do 14 and the 14 is like, okay, the first 10 or 11 were pretty good. And the last three or four were like, not quite full, like not all the way down. You were swinging. You know what I mean? Like we're always cheating. We're always ego lifting and everything. And that's a really, and like, you know, first thing is just being aware of it, but that's kind of what tends to happen to us when we are getting to this point where it's really hard to keep making improvements. And that's when we end up risking injuring ourselves because the form breaks down, et cetera. And what I've found is a couple things about this. So you can you can take a few days, like, okay, let's say you're getting to that point. That might mean it's a good time for, you know, like a good time for mobility session, okay? Mobility session or to do like, let's say you're plateauing in a squat. Maybe next time you squat, literally just put like 135, you know, do like half the weight you've been doing. But do like 10, 15 reps and just focus on squatting down a bit further. Just focus on your mobility. Practice the lift, okay? Because practicing, you know, power lifters do this. Like they practice lifts with light weight frequently. It's not always maxing out. This is another key. They practice the technique frequently, okay? I think that the Russian bodybuilders of old apparently were like really good at this. You know, you practice the technique frequently, okay? Um, and just in general, um, there are lots of other ways. This relates to just, you know, muscle building in general. Uh, like a good argument for if someone does want to say, you know what, yeah, I'm just not going to try to keep getting stronger. I'm not going to try to keep adding more and more weight to the bar. There are so many other different ways that you can switch up the stimulus to keep building muscle even without adding more weight. 
Like, don't get me wrong, adding more weight to the bar on these major exercises, yes, it is a great way to build muscle. It's arguably the best way. But there are also a lot of other ways to build muscle. You know, you simply lighten the weight, increase the rep range, increase the amount of time under tension, do do longer reps where you're, you know, two, three seconds out, two, three seconds in, right? Um, more time under tension. You can switch up. You can do unilateral training. I mean, there's lots of lots of different ways. Switch up the angles. There's lots and lots of different ways to create what we call progressive overload on the muscle, give the muscles something that they're not ready for, a new type of overload, and build your muscles without having to increase the weight on the bar. So just something for you to keep in mind. If you're looking to get stronger, if you're looking to, well, build more muscle, I should say, since there's a slight difference. If you're looking to build more muscle, but you're at the point where you're like, you know what, yeah, I don't want to keep increasing the weight on the bar because I think I might hurt myself or something like that. So... Yeah, lots of stuff to keep in mind. But the bottom line is, is I do believe that me personally, you know, as a healthy man with no nagging injuries or anything like that at 34 years old, I can safely definitely continue trying to get stronger on all these key lifts. I don't see any, um, you know, I don't see any real scientific or physiological reasons that says that I need to stop. You know, you kind of know. It's like, all right. Yeah, now I'm doing that with bad form. Now I'm feeling these little injuries or something here. Maybe it's time to stop, but I don't have any of that at this point. So onward we press. All right, let's get it. I hope that episode was useful for you, and we'll talk again soon. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and learned something valuable for daily workouts, fitness tips, nutrition advice, mindset advice. You can follow me on Instagram at Sean underscore Tumbleson. That's S-E-A-N underscore T-U-M-I-L-S-O-N. For more information about Keep Talking, you can follow Keep Talking on Instagram. That is K-E-E-P-T-A-L-K-I-N-G-C-O. 